and welcome to Coffee with Crane. I'm Joseph Patrick. This is a podcast series where I get to meet with industry professionals and chat about what's going on in the world of logistics. Please subscribe to Coffee with Crane on your favorite podcast player. And when you do, be sure to like, share, and comment. It really does help. Now, every year on September 30th, the world celebrates Maritime Day. And with this fast approaching, who else better to meet with us today None other than Crane Worldwide Logistics Vice President of Cruise, Marine, and Hospitality, the always wonderful Maxine Craniac. Welcome to Coffee with Crane, Maxine. Hi, Joseph. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for joining us here today. Now, as we get close to the Halloween spirit, I think uh, the question I want to ask you today is, what is your greatest fear? Oh, that's an interesting question, Joseph. Wow. My greatest fear is elevators. Huh. Yes, some years ago, actually, it's related to the industry I work in. At the end of the day, I actually got stuck in an elevator for quite some time with one of the buyers. So um, ever since, I've been a little weary of them. Um, I avoid them if possible. And I always prefer to get into into a glass one because then people can see if I'm stuck. So (laughs) I walk a lot of steps. Well, on a positive note, you have the world record for the longest elevator pitch, so. <laughs> Joseph, you're funny. Well, Maxine, you're well known for your cruise industry logistics expertise. So tell us, how are the cruise lines handling their redeployment after such a long pause in services during the whole global COVID tragedy? Well, um, things are looking a lot brighter, Joseph, oh, than this time last year. Um, They're staggering their vessels back in around the world. Um, Carnival is hoping to have at least 75% of their ships back on the ocean by June 2022. That's great. So, in fact, this past weekend, um, the Grand Princess was the first cruise ship to sail out of Los Angeles on her Mexican Riviera itinerary. So things are looking great. You know, there's been a few shifts in the um, supply chain. Unfortunately, a lot of um, suppliers went um, far bankruptcy through the pandemic. So that created a few challenges with sourcing and the supply chain dynamics. But all in all, um, the ships are getting back out there. Um, I think the industry are very excited. Um, I love to see those ships back on the sea. So, um, yeah, optimistic about the future. I like it. I like it. And here's to that industry making a roaring comeback. Now, Maxine, I'm from Louisiana, so I'm very familiar with hurricane season. The Gulf of Mexico boasts many ports of call for cruises like in the Bahamas, the Caribbean, Galveston, and so on. And I've often wondered, how do cruise lines handle hurricane season every year? That's an interesting question. Um, And so for the cruise industry, specifically the Caribbean, The hurricane season starts around the beginning of June and goes through the beginning of November. Um, The peak being mid-August through the end of October. They usually can outrun a storm. Um, The the, the average storm, tropical hurricane, move around 8 to 10 knots, and a cruise ship can get up to 20, 22 knots. So they, they can pretty much outrun them. They all have ballast tanks to gain stability. They... um. They create that buoyancy. Um, So I've actually been on a cruise ship in a tropical storm. And I obviously was the one that didn't have enough cocktails the night before. 
it was actually a, um, it was a conference. It was an industry conference. And in the middle of the night, when the water was crashing up my windows, I decided to put on my life jacket and head to the muster station. And the next, day at the, the next day at the conference, everybody was laughing because everybody had too many cocktails and slept through the things. Oh, <laughs> I became a little famous for sitting, you know, uh, at the muster station in my life jacket in the middle of the night. You will have to unawares. But, you know, experts say that there is not a wind strong enough that could overturn a cruise ship. So rest assured. <laughs> I just solid technology, I'm solid engineering. <laughs> it's a very safe way to travel and vacation. I, I can yes. attest to that. I love I love the cruise that my wife and I got to go on. It was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Now, recently, it's been all over the news. And this has to do with logistics in the waters. Uh, we're seeing a lot of disruption in the container ship industry. Can you shed some light on that for us? Is there any end in sight? Well, it's just unprecedented right now. I live in Long Beach, California. Okay. which has been on the news a lot. And I like to walk the beach. And I mean, you you can see container ships as far as the eye can see right now. There's there's probably around 70 um, container vessels anchored out there. And the average time just to come into birth is now around two weeks. Um, so, you know, it's, it's just not getting any better. There was a little relief around June. Um, Unfortunately, yeah, the port Yantian in um, in China had a slowdown because of a COVID outbreak, oh, no. and that did give some of the U.S. ports to try and clear some of the backlog. But that was temporary because now um, you know we have this huge backlog, and it's just overwhelming the terminals, the warehouses in Southern California. Uh, there is no inventory when it comes to warehouse space. Hmm. Um, the rail is backlogged. So it's really creating this massive chain reaction. And then you have the longshoremen that, you know, they're still having cases of COVID. So there's a labor shortage. Oh, um, I think in the US alone, there's around 250 um, container ships waiting to berth right now. It's a situation like we've never seen before. I think it's really going to hit us all when we go out shopping for the holidays this year because the shelves are definitely not going to look like they have in the past just because of how the supply chains have been disrupted. Maxine, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to share with us? I do. I comment for the day. All right. So to discover new horizons, Josie, you must always have the courage to leave the shore. Ooh, I like that a whole lot. <laughs> that kind of goes in hand, hand in glove with uh, a saying that I like, a ship in harbor is safe, but that's not what ships are made for. I like that one even better, Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> Maxine, as always, you're a font of wisdom, knowledge, and spirit. Thanks so much for coming on Coffee with Crane with us today. You're welcome. Thank you, Joseph. Thanks again. And thank you, dear listener, for tuning into this episode. You can find all episodes of Coffee with Crane, as well as our Spanish language podcast, Cafe Con Crane, at craneww.com under the Knowledge Center tab. Again, please like, share, and comment about our little podcast. It really does help. So until next time, I'll have a hot cup waiting here for you on the next episode of Coffee with Crane. Goodbye now.